Hi, this is Debbie and this is Light Up Your Worth. This podcast is for you, the spiritual curious woman seeking inspiration, hope, and practical knowledge as you navigate a life transition and move forward with confidence in rebuilding a new and radiant life. Each week, you will be given an all-access pass into the lives of other soulful spiritual women who get real and vulnerable as they share their very own unique journey through transition. This podcast is here to provide engaging and heart-centered conversations that offer so much wisdom, it'll motivate you, and light up your worth. Hi! This is Debbie and this is Light Up Your Worth. Today I'm coming here solo in season two. What I'm going to be doing is bringing you still some really amazing guests, whether they're spiritual healers or they're coaches with who come from a spiritual perspective. Going to continue all of that goodness. And I'm so excited for all of the guests that I have waiting for you. In the meantime, what I'm going to be doing a little different in season two is I'm actually going to come on too. I realized that I wasn't being completely visible with being able to come on and do some live episodes. I had some of those own questioning of yourselves. Like, what would I talk about? What do I have to say? And I really like the social aspect of being able to interview all of these amazing people that I've had. So I had to go through and ask myself some questions and thought what I do today is actually go through and I'm going to talk about how we are responsible for our own growth and healing and development and where we're going. And so some of the questions I've been asking myself is what I thought I would share with you here. So one of the questions I asked was, what do you like most about your life? So I was journaling and thinking about what do I most like about my life? And you know, when you stop and pause and really find yourself in gratitude about what do you really just love? What really, what really, uh, you know, fills you up. And I started thinking about my dog, Lily, who you hear in the videos. I, I think about some of my really, really good friends, whether I've known them for a week or I've known them for 40 odd years. I have friends that I've had that long in my life, thankfully to uh, some based upon my social media connection or people I grew up with from middle school, high school, uh, through my college years, through my corporate um, time. And I had to really think about it. Like, what are the things I love to do? And I love to connect people. I love people. I love their journeys. I love how they met their spouses. I like hearing about where they've been. And so that was really when I started to think about that, I'm like, okay, so one of the things I absolutely love in my life is this podcast. I love it. Love, love, love talking to all these people. And then I went into, and I had to go And I started looking at uh, the question, what is my style? So what is your style? I have done a lot of different tests over the years. So 
I want to make sure that I get them right. So I'm going to look at my notes. <laughs> um, but what is your style? So one of my things that I'm learning about now more of is the human design. So if you haven't had that, oh my gosh, you got, you got to do that. Um, human design, emotional manifesting generator is what I am. I'm learning more about my adult son, who's a projector and seeing how we can intertwine our relationship. So it's really been uh, really eye-opening really on uh, our differences. And so it's really going to help me uh, be a better parent. I have somebody coming on this season too, who's going to talk to you about human design with parenting. Um, of course, I've been doing DISC for a long time. I actually facilitated in a lot of my leadership work. No surprise that I'm a high D and a high I. So the high D means, I don't like the word dominant, but I'm really direct and uh, high execute. I like to get things done. <laughs> and I is the influence. It's the people connection. I love people, always have. Um, I, I took a look and pulled out my old uh, Myers-Briggs, which I'm an ENFP. No um, it just seems so obvious if you know me, um, you know, I love people. I'm an expert. I love, I have feelings. Um, and I guess in some of the tests now, they even label them like I'm the champion. So like, I feel like I'm the going to sing the queen song, right? I am the, the, I'm the champion of the world in helping people. Um, I've studied a little bit of my Enneagram last year with my friend, Melissa, who's absolutely fabulous. Need to get her on the podcast. But my number one, two is helper. I'm a helper. Number two, I'm a seven enthusiastic. I'm four and six uh, at the same level of an individualist and loyalist. So a helper and I'm enthusiastic. So when I say I'm so excited about each of my guests, that's genuinely from the bottom of my heart, being a heart centered uh, person. I've done the five dynamics and I'm in a super high and it's very effortless to explore and excite. Again, there's um, some of the same patterns. I've also done my strength finders, which also leads to like um, my enthusiastics. I love connecting. I'm a collaborator type of person. So I pull all of this together because I start seeing, as you will see, I see a lot of the same themes and What's been so interesting about having all of these different things pulled in. Um, oh yeah. I should also mention my Arvedic, right? Like I'm, we talked about that. I'm all three. <laughs> so what I've noticed in all of these and putting them together, even though they have different perspectives and they highlight different parts of you, whether it's in your work brain or your personal or relationships or just how you show up, how you get your energy, it's that there's some really common themes there. And a lot of them is that I love people. I like getting things done. So it's no wonder that there's this podcast. So why am I sharing this? I think it's important to be curious, be curious more about you. What could you learn by taking any of these tests? How would that help you? I think it really helps clear up some of those things that we might beat ourselves up over, right? Like you might think of it as a weakness. Now, the Strength Finder book, if, you, if you've taken that test, the whole premise of the book is to talk about 
that our culture seems to want us to always, you know, improve just our weaknesses. And I have found that if you focus on your strengths, just like the books talks about, is that it really brings in this more positive, higher vibrating energy into your world, right? We're not focused on the negative. And why, why is that? Why is that so important? I found that with coaching, or when you're doing energy work, or um, any type of the healing modalities is that sometimes, whether it's purposefully or unintentionally, right, caught up in our subconscious, is that we, you might think that somebody needs to help fix you. And in reality, we are all already whole and complete. Now, do we all have wounds that we need to heal? Yes. You know, are there lots of ways to do it? Yes. But in the end, no matter what modality you're doing, it's really already there within you. Now, learning the different tools, different modalities, different questions can help us bring it out so that we can, you know, improve ourselves. We can, we can stop some of the pain, stop some of the, uh, the situations we can correct our stories in our mind, but really taking a look at how am I responsible for the life that I want? And so sometimes we have to sit through and think about how would you describe your ideal life? Have you thought about that? I know we do vision boards. I've run vision boards. I've um, workshops. I've been to them. And what I absolutely love about it is the picture representation of it. So whether you do it online or you sit down with some magazines and just really open yourself up to what would be possible, what is possible, what is possible, you know, how are you limiting yourself? And so by being curious and trying some of these different tests, you might come across something that you hadn't really thought about. You know, when I think about my ideal life of this next stage of that I'm going into, I, you know, had a really pretty good list going, you know, like type of income or relationship or would like to be. What I found is I myself was like, where's the fun? Where's that fun? You know, I use a coaching wheel, which is basically a circle divided into uh, eight parts. And one of them was fun. And I, I've consistently seen it over the last couple of years, like, where's my fun? And many months ago now, I started to try to incorporate different types of fun. You know, I wrote out my list of about six, six things that I wanted to do, and I've been incorporating them back in. Now, some of them are seasonal, right? Like I'm learning how to fly fish. Um, I've always loved camping, but um, I'm not a winter camper. And so for me, that will be seasonal. And so I started to really think about with this ideal life that I want is that, you know, what do I need to know? You know, what knowledge skills, what strengths do I have that I bring to this, that I'm going to want to, you know, uh, enhance, you know, so what do I need to know? What do I already know? 
And then I had to really think to myself, you know, how do I know it? Some of the things that I've picked up, which have moved over into my beliefs or my unconscious thoughts have been things that I've picked up, you know, in uh, several of my interviews with um, some of my amazing guests, we talk about, you know, the, the years of zero to seven and how much is formed in our theta brain. And the theta brain is what then moves into our subconscious. So if you learn not to touch the stove because it's hot, you don't really actively have to, you know, think about it. You just kind of know. So when I think about what do I know with this life that I'm creating, I've been questioning in my own healing journey to question, where did I learn that? Was this something that I picked up? along the way? Is this something that I truly believe in? Is this part of the community I grew up? Is this part of the neighborhood that I grew up? Um, Where did I receive this? And sometimes they're triggered and I don't even realize that, oh, other people don't think that way. Not that it's wrong, not that it's uh, good. It's just that it's different. And so I would, um, I would challenge you, I guess would be the word to think about how, you know, some of the things that you go about doing. I've been recently staying with uh, my sister and her husband in their home. And one of the most funny things that we've talked about is that she has different cooking instruments in her kitchen. So on the nights that I make dinner, I've been using some of her uh, different cooking tools, which really interesting is that she, we laugh, like, how could I get to be this age and not know this, not have used this, right? Like, how, how did you know this? How did you learn that? And we're very close. And so it's really funny to think about just by slightly changing my perspective, my environment, I've had these opportunities to learn things. Now, granted, I've been in the kitchen since I was, you know, very, very young. And so to be able to know this, right? Like if I'm going to cook, if I'm going to make a keto bread, you know, I didn't realize how many different flours they were, right? The coconut flour, the almond cow flour, uh, there's a whole bunch of them. And So if I wanted to continue, for example, to eat keto bread, then, you know, what do I need to know? What knowledge, what skills, what strengths do I need to do? And then how am I going to learn it? So these are questions I've been asking myself as I continue on and own the responsibility of healing and growing and developing. And so I thought I'd share them with you because it constantly comes back in a lot of um, my interviews is that you wonder if, you know, am I going to take, am I going to go do a session, whether it's say it was with me or if it was with any of the coaches or any of the healers that I've had on all the spiritual, just amazing uh, folks. And is that going to solve my problem? And in reality, they can really help you process through, they can hold the space for you, but it's up to you to make those changes. You know, there's been a lot of focus lately on habits, right? We've had like the power of habit book, and now we have the atomic habits. 
And in my professional performance improvement, we help people change their habits, right? Of how they're going to measure and improve. And when I apply that to my own personal development, one of the things I have found so powerful and why I personally have a coach and why I coach others is that you get like this accountability partner with yourselves, but sometimes with energetic healers is that you may not necessarily uh, have a coach. And what I found fascinating about that is that I've realized is that we kind of inadvertently can put that responsibility on whoever we're working with, right? Like you go to explain it. Well, what did I get out of that? Did I do a miracle healing? Well, I'm sure that those occur too, and you can feel the difference and it's up to you, right? Allowing the integration to happen. Uh, My podcast that uh, published last week was with my dear friend, uh, Christine Miro, and she did a reading with me on my Arvedic um, doshas and I'm all three. I'm a triple something. Right. And what was so powerful about it is that learning that has all been integrated over this last year. And as we re recorded the interview that was published, it was really a great way to stop and do reflection, which I call Hansei. So Hansei is a term. It's a Japanese term that's used in the lean communities for taking a look at something from an emotional, you know, um, perspective and an intellectual. So how do I feel about something and how did it actually go? Like the thinking behind it, the analytical, the process. And so when I think about like, how have I really participated in my own growth or have I learned anything new that has to do with fun, bringing it back to when I was taking a look at fun. So when am I going to learn? How am I going to do that? And what accountability am I going to put in there? And so as I expand out into learning like fly fishing and some photography and learning some different recipes, I'm planting basil this year, like eight varieties of basil. What does all have to do with spirituality and coaching? No, you could say nothing, right? Like, oh, those are all, those are all just different uh, opportunities to have fun. But I'm really coming from a different perspective of the knowledge and the skills and building upon strengths that I already have or an interest of being enthusiastic about learning in itself. So as you listen to these amazing guests, as you have your own sessions as you uh, try new things to to help yourself in your own development. Think about the responsibility and who are you putting that responsibility on to yourself or are you putting it on to your coach or uh, your energetic healer that you're working with? Right? Like nobody's going to help us. They're there to help guide us provide us the tools, but it's really up to us. And so ask yourself, who are you for putting uh, those responsibilities onto yourselves? 
And then if you're not, maybe you're not working with anybody. Maybe you're not looking to uh, expand, which I'm thinking everybody here on the, who's listening to the podcast is in that area, but what are the unintended consequences of not making a choice? Have you heard the expression by not making a choice or a decision? You're actually making a choice. Um, I know when I was young, I thought, well, what does that mean? You know, like, no, I didn't make a choice. But what happened is that actions, you know, there was always another symptom that would come up. If you take a look at root causes of different things that would happen, different events that would happen in my life. And it was because I did not make a different choice. And so the choice was made for me. So the universe really saw it. Universe, God, creator saw that as my choice by not making a decision when I had the opportunities. And so, you know, what is going to happen from undetended consequences from not making a choice? So if you're choosing, I am choosing to be happy. I am choosing to be healthy. I am choosing to love myself. I am choosing to be in a healthy body. I am choosing to have fun in my life, to have fun, to have, to bring in new people, new experiences, and, and then share as many of them as I can on the podcast. So what are your unintended consequences of not making a choice? And I wanted to leave you with this in case you fall into this you know, because sometimes this happens and may not be in all areas of our lives. It could be in a specific area with whether it's a food choice, maybe it's a career choice, a housing choice, a relationship choice. But when are you going to care more about yourself than others? You know, when you get on an airplane, they tell you to put the oxygen on first. There's a reason for that. There's a reason why it's caught on and a lot of people use the saying, you know, you have to be able to take care of yourself. This doesn't mean you're going to go to the other end of the spectrum, right? And become the most selfish, self-absorbed person. It means the basics, really. The basics are kind of challenging, you know, are you, are you allowing yourself enough sleep on a regular basis? Are you allowing yourself to have compassion for making your mistakes? Are you allowing yourself the opportunity to eat so that your body feels good? Or is it with supplements? Is it with movement or dance or walking or whatever um, activity brings you joy? Do you do that? Do you have a creative expression? Do you paint? Do you draw? Do Do you go outside and create some type of art? You know, how does that all fall into your life for taking care of yourself, right? Being able to feel the joy. And then once we know what brings us joy to continually bring it into our life. So that's what I wanted to share with you today. Maybe it's a little rambling. I'm not sure if you've gotten any, anything out of it. Let me know, right? Because I'm challenging myself to be more visible and And frankly, I thought it would be easier. I thought I was being visible. But what I've realized is that by not actually coming on the mic by myself, that I'm not. (laughs) 
And I know I love the social component, but it's my commitment to my own growth is that I come on and just start exploring some of these ideas with you as we go through this amazing journey of life and, you know, being visible for myself and working through any self-ridical that I have, right? My own, my own judgments that as I ramble on that the tidbits that I'm trying to make, did I actually make my point getting out of my head and really continuing on with my heart as I do when I meet with each of um, each of my beautiful guests. And as I sit here and you'll see it, if I'm on zoom, I'm trying to just continually look at the cat at the, the video with the camera. And I actually find that a little bit more intimidating than I would have thought. <laughs> so I'm not sure what that's all about. Right. So that's for me to go do some Hanse, some self-reflection journaling, um, my own mindfulness of what that looks like and just realize that we're all here. We're all together. This is a heart-centered community to really learn and explore. And I want to send you off with sunshine and love and a big hug. And I'm so grateful that you're here. If you found um, any value or there's something special that you've grasped, I would love to hear back as I step out being vulnerable in a different way of adding value. So much love to you and we'll see you soon. Hi, Debbie here. Are you a lover of essential oils, crystals, energy healing work, channeled messages, positive affirmations? Well, do I have uh, something to share with you? My friend Nikki is the owner of Sage Essential Oils. She's on Instagram sage underscore essential oils. I'll include that in the show notes, but I wanted to share with you that she does these amazing essential oil alchemy blends that have crystals and these amazing blends of essential oils called ground alchemy, calm alchemy, uplift, nurture, daydream, and they're all these really delicious and yummy blends. She also includes with each order a personal intuitive affirmation that's downloaded and channeled just for you and a beautiful postcard. So as a healer, she's a Reiki healer and she does ancestral healing sessions as well. And she's located in Australia. And so if you want to try these amazing things, I highly recommend them. I love them and use them in my own life. So again, her Instagram is sage underscore essential oils. Let her know that you heard about her here on Light Up Your Worth podcast. Be blessed. Be blessed.